about by what's up on the board. Anybody oh, got a guess? Uh, Samuel? No. The Romans. The King. No, we're not in the Book of Romans. Okay. Still. Although we will be later today. The New Testament. His brother. John? Peter, James, James, the half brother of Christ, and James's brother, Jude. Judas, as it's called. We're going to learn a little bit about that. Uh, so you can go ahead and turn there, and let's uh, let's go ahead and go around the room, and let's read the entire book. You will read an entire book of the Bible today. Um, so, all right, and um, what we'll do is um, I'll start. We'll go around the room, and then I'll add a verse, and we'll go around the room again. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. To them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Mercy unto you and peace. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were the poor holes ordaining to this condemnation of godly men, turning the grace of God into lasciviousness, and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, <clears throat> but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness, under the judgment of that of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of things. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. But these speak evil of those things which, which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, and those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, and ran brutally after their Baal, for ward and perish in the gainsaying for eat. These are spots in your feasts of charity, when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. The clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, Wandering stars, to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh, uh, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints. To execute judgment upon.
convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches with which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you there they should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And if some have compassion, making a difference. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. All right. One simple book, right? Uh, a lot in this little book. Um, we talked about who wrote the book, and that was who? Yes, now, Jude is the English form of Judas, okay? So there's three Judases that's in the Bible that talks about. Um, but it also tells us in this first uh, verse that he is the brother of James. So uh, we'll continue like our reading throughout here when we get to some scriptures. Um, let's look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 55, whoever's next there. Matthew 13, 55. Who's is next? not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brother, brethren James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? Okay, so there you see the identification with the brother of James as being a Judas. Now there are other, there were two other Judases, both of which are identified as apostles. John 14, 22. John, you want to go there? Okay, so we see two Judases here in this verse. We know about Judas Iscariot, and then there was a Judas, not Iscariot, uh, that he's talking to as the apostle. There it's concluded that Jude is Judas's, is Judas, brother of James, which is the writer of the book of James, both of which are half-brothers of Jesus Christ. Now, if you'll, you'll notice in their writings, they never refer to Jesus as their brother pretty obvious why that is because if they knew who he was they were a servant bond servant to to Christ now there are two in this little book if you can remember this there's two records in the book of Jude that's found nowhere else in the Bible can anybody have a guess of where those are at 
or what those are. It has to do with Enoch, yes. And something else. Michael, Archangel, and Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and read Jude 1 9. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, Michael the Archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation that said, The Lord rebuked thee. That's the only place that that is found. In the Bible, that reference. That's it's interesting. You know, I really believe when it's talking about the gift of, of knowledge in the Bible, there's things that are said that where did they come from? There's no Old Testament record of it. Just God-given knowledge. It fills in blanks in certain things with certain people at times. It just, uh, it's amazing, you know. You think about, well, you know, if all the disciples were sleeping, when Jesus was praying, how did they know the record of it? Somebody had to reveal that knowledge. We don't have that knowledge because we have the completed, the full knowledge of God. Who we have here? Is it Danny? So yeah, so there are certain things that are, are revealed there. Now let's look at Jude one fourteen. This is an interesting one. Andy? <clears throat> and Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints. Okay, so there's a, a prophecy uh, talking about uh, the time of Enoch um, that was prophesying of this, but that's listed nowhere else in the Bible. But uh, it is Bible, and it is, is true. So, I'm going to ask, in general, in general, what one word could describe the book of Jude? If we just put one word on it. Apostasy. Apostasy. Yeah, so you were thinking you saw apostasy, but you didn't make that connection. Okay? Um, you know, it's been said that Jude is a fitting precursor or a introdu good introduction to the book of Revelation, which we've been uh, learning about. So, I want to ask you a couple of questions. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, To study, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So what you'll find is, and, and as Brother Mike has been doing, and I've been doing some even in the preaching, is providing an outline for the book of the Bible. Now, just so you know, there's no secret outline hidden in the books of the Bible, okay? There's not like this magic thing that you dig in and you found it, okay? As a matter of fact, outlines vary somewhat between those who study God's Word. Um, I recommend that you do outline some of the, the books of the Bible, okay? And do it on your own, or, or you can get somebody else's. I use somebody else's up here just as an example of an outline because I kind of want to talk about outlining. <clears throat> um, and we're just going to use the book of Jude to do that. Um, so what is the importance of outlining something. What, what would you say is important about that? Great perspective on what the book's about. 
Okay, get it, get you a better perspective, okay. Um, what else? Very good. Uh, that, that helps out. It helps us to grasp a hold of that book by breaking it down into sections. Um, and I've got a good example of that. The book of Hebrews. What's the three main points? Where would you go to find his priesthood? Would you find that in the beginning of Hebrews, in the middle of Hebrews, or the end of Hebrews? In the middle. You see, once you start breaking these things down a little bit, it helps you to kind of find things as well. It's like a filing system. Uh, who would say they have a good filing system on their computer? In other words, we, we have this thing called um, well, it's deducted, now it's called SharePoint. Remove to SharePoint. And that's all good and fine. But I can't find anything <laughs> because it's just discombobulated. It's disorganized. Um, uh, I, you can find some things, and we're trying, we're getting there, to, but it has to be organized. Otherwise, it's just a, this big shoebox uh, file. So, uh, and then there's idiosyncrasies to it, too. Uh, so, that makes it a little more difficult uh, to do that. But, uh, so how's your guys' bills? You got that all nice and neatly organized and prompting you in there when the bills come to pay them? And, or is that done by the mail when it comes in and says you're late? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So or, um, outlining is a, just a good form. It's a good form of study. And it's, it's good that if you want to, like I said, you can do it on your own. You grab somebody else's. But you need to get comfortable with it. I kind of think of, David, who was going up against Goliath. He had Saul's armor, and he just wasn't comfortable with it. When you study God's word, <clears throat> you don't need to know it necessarily like I know it and have it or as I have it organized. You have to have, you'll be successful when it becomes your organization, whether it's borrowed from somebody else or not, something that's bringing it together for you and that you're comfortable with. Everybody has different teaching styles, um, and so it comes from just the different ways we think about things. But we, all of us need to have those things somewhat organized. It's always bad when somebody comes up and just starts running off in a direction you've been there and uh, just goes all over the place and really isn't organized. That's why preachers, they have their three-point outlines. You know, it's just to help people follow along. So... <clears throat> We're going to look at the book of Jude. Okay, so we talked about who wrote the book. And now we're going to go into somebody's. And you're going to help me out here. I'm going to get you up and get you moving and get you alive this morning. All right, so we have three main points of the book of Jude. Okay, and then we have subpoints. And then we have subpoints to this subpoint here. I ran out of room on the board. Couldn't reach up high enough to start. All right, so the first three start with main points. 
These are going to be hard because it's alliterated, you know. <laughs> Alliteration's good in some ways, and in some ways, uh, who who was it? Uh, is it Rasmus? Rasmus and John Getch. Oh yeah, that's Getch. And he, whoa, yeah, <laughs> he's grabbing. Man, you need to. That one to me didn't do a whole lot of good. <laughs> But there are some that, that did, and it made a lot of sense. And this one ends, though, the alliteration just on the three points. Hey, hey. Good morning. So we're getting in the book of Jude, and we're doing some outlining. We talked about outlining, how good that is uh, for us uh, to, to grab the thoughts of a book of the Bible and to kind of break it down so we can go into places and know where to go, just different different reasons for it. So we're in the book of Jude, and we're looking at the first three sections here of this, and man, that's good. Occasion of it's the... It's a title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty good. <laughs> Occasion of the epistle. Let's read verses, uh, let's read verses one, and two, 1 and 2 because we're going to fill in the blank. Let's look at verse 1 and 2 first. And let's see, where did we stop reading that? I think it's you. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Okay. So what did what will we say that is? Starts with an A. Something we've been learning about and on Assurance. Assurance. Jude starts out making sure of the assurance of, of who they are. And uh, in verses 1 and 2, now verse 3, says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Like I said, you could put different things here. This is just one man's way of outlining. I don't know that I necessarily would do this, but I, I understand where it's going. There's a change of theme to something. Apostasy. Okay, so now you got the first part over. Okay, we're all good. We know who we are. We're sure to that. And now he's saying, okay, now we're turning in and we're going to be talking about apostasy, contending. You're going to have to contend for the faith. Okay, what's your uh, Bible say about the next point, John? <laughs> that is not. Again, it's alliterated, so. Currency. 
spiller, right? No two R's in it. Occurrences of apostasy. So this is different types of apostasy. So let's, and this is going to be verses. go with, and we'll go around the room and read this verse four is is what of apostasy? It's kind of kind of goes with the occurrences but the very first one Start to the nine. Initial. Incident. Inception. Inception. There's the inception of apostasy. Verse four. Um, Then verse five. Blank Israel destroyed in the wilderness. Read verse 5, whoever's next. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. Okay. The last words is the key to unbelief. that have happened. He's going over a list of occurrences of apostasy through the Bible. Uh, let's read verse 6. The angels have kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. He have preserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Okay, that one should be easy. So apostasy is a pretty big word, but it means just the going away from from God, rejecting uh, God and God's ways. It comes in different forms. All right, verse seven. I figure this one out. Whoever's next, read verse seven. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. All right. Verses 8 through 10. Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael the archangel, 
when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him the really accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as root beast, and those things they corrupt themselves. Okay. Now the key to answering this one is not about the past, but of present, what he's talking about, apostates. So we would call that And then we're going to have some examples. Verse 11. Who could read that one? Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. All right. I'm going to have somebody else come up here and write one of those up there. There's three of them. Examples of. Apostates. So, just a few guys, Cain, Balaam, Cord. Cain, Balaam, get through verses 12 and 16. All right. Who wants to read those? These are spot in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about winds. Trees, those fruit within without fruit, twice dead, picked up by roots, raging waves of sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars to whom reserve the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also the, the seventh from Adam prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that they are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have done ungodly committed and all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murderers, complainers, walk, walking among their own lust, and their mouths speak as great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. Okay, um, I would say uh, this is interesting language here, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think Jude had much good to say about these apostates in his time, and we see them today, don't we? And uh, how they act and how they behave. So, the key to this one is it's already been written up there once. Modern apostates defined and described. 
Okay, so we've got occasion of the epistle, occurrences of the apostasy, and what of the believers in the apostasy? Starts with the no. <laughs> you know, I find it kind of common too, like through a book that you know it it, it does its work through it, and then it kind of ends in a conclusion. Like a, like what you should take out of this. What does this mean to you? Obedience. Be patient. Be patient. So, given all this, what is it that we as believers are supposed to do now? It's broken down into A and B. So let's look at verses 17 through 19. Uh, Remember ye the words which were spoken before the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. So it's blank born of the coming apostasy. Apostles? Apostles. So we're given a warning. We don't have to argue and fight and complain about this. This is just a fact. So let's look at verse, well, through the rest of the chapter. Chapter. Let's just guess at this one. What believers must, and it's two letters, do, do, do. Like I said, this is just one man's uh, idea of, of outlining. Some pretty good points up here. All right, so we're going to come up with what we should do, seven points. Um, as you read through... And these are kind of spaced by the length of the words, okay? We used to do something. Let's build up. Let's build up. We are to build each other up. We are to. Pray. Pray and. Themselves. Looking for, look for, look for. You know, that is such a key that I don't think we understand. We need to constantly keep our eyes on the end, what we're looking for, the coming of Christ. Uh, we're to look ahead, we're to look to the promise. If we get our eyes off that, we're gonna we're gonna fall. Um, have something.
can get both of these. Got the first one right. Like I said, this is somebody's flesh could be right. What? So there you have it, the book of James. Two things found in that book that are only found there, nowhere else in the Bible, just God gave knowledge of that and decided to have it put in that book. Um, Jude is, uh, is the English word for Judas, okay? There's three Judases, right? All right, two of them were apostles. Yeah, there was Judas Iscariot, and there was Judas, who's known as not Iscariot. <laughs> That's what we know about him. Okay, the other Judas is named where? Matthew, as being the brother of James. Of James. Uh, half brother, they would be half brothers to Christ. They didn't share the same father. <laughs> um. Okay, um, so again, outlining is is just a good good study tool to do. Like I said you don't have to do it like somebody else. You can borrow somebody else. Whatever makes sense to you. What what my goal is, and, and what I hope for each of you is that uh, you get excited and start to delve for yourself in the Bible and start to figure it out in your way. God, God, the Holy Spirit will, will teach you uh, in a way we're all different. And, um, you know, and so, like I said with Brother Mike, uh, he's, he's been giving us outlines. That's, it's just a good, good tool. He's done it in Hebrews. He's doing it in Revelation. In Romans, I've given you an outline. Does anybody kind of remember that outline? By the time I'm done with Romans, you'll remember it. One through eight is... D, it's alliterated. Doctrine. Nine through eleven is big word. Has to do with time. Yeah, dispensation, particularly of the nation of Israel. And then twelve through sixteen. Nope, doctrine was first. Duty. Duty. So you kind of see how it kind of goes. It seems like writers, a lot of times, typically, they get all this background, and then what does this mean? What does it mean, duty, uh, to you? So, all right, let's end there. Father, we thank you for just some thoughts and outlining, Lord. As we looked at the book of Jude, it was an easy, easier book to do. It just has one chapter, uh, but it's a powerful chapter. It's right before the book of Revelation. And uh, what, a, what a good book uh, to lead into the book of Revelation. I pray for Brother Mike and Sister Debbie as they're away and, uh, and for Grace there. Just uh, pray that they have a safe journey back uh, from South Carolina. And uh, Lord, that uh, you just work in their hearts. Help Brother Mike. Thank you for his teaching. He'll be back to, uh, soon to continue on a teaching of the book of Revelation. And now, Father, we just want to thank you for your word, that it can be trusted, it can be looked at, it can be studied, it can be interesting, it can, 
get into our very soul, uh, each of us in an individual way, uh, but with the help of others. May we uh, not be too proud to, to use others and, and what you've shown them to help us in our lives, for we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.